Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Big Ticket Variety and iHeart's movie podcast. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today, we've got two very special people here, Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson, the creators of Broad City, which ended its five-season run back in March. It was about that time that I sat down with them to talk about the end of the show, their plans for the future, and the movie that they can watch over and over and over again. Stay tuned. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's Jess Hilarious, and I'm just making sure y'all know that I got a podcast called Carefully Reckless on the Black Effect Network. I'm going to be telling y'all all my business and telling y'all other people's business, too. It ain't no limits to the things I talk about. Y'all know that if y'all know me. From baby mama drama to healthy relationships, from child support to stimulus checks. Look, when you take a step back and you realize that we all go through crazy stuff and we got stories to tell, those situations do not define you. But they do make for a real good conversation. <laughs> In a world where clickbait and cancel culture can tell your story before you do, I'm creating an outlet to remind people that we still human crazy and we can all laugh about it. Don't stress over it. Bring your problems to me. I promise I won't judge you, but I might crack a joke or two. Don't be scared. It'll be respectful and messy at the same time. Just make sure you tune in. Listen to Carefully Reckless every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Right now, Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson. Hi. 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 How are you? Good. How are you? Um, I'm good. So we're in Austin. Uh huh. So what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Last three episodes? Yeah. So tomorrow we're doing a bunch of press interviews mm-hmm. and then we're ending it with a... We're going to... So our seventh episode mm-hmm. out of ten just aired on mm-hmm. Thursday night and we're going to do eight... <laughs> we're going to air eight, nine, and ten and then have a... Just like a talk with um, the president of Comedy Central, Kent Alterman. Yeah. I think that that was something that we... Um, oh, sorry. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I think that was uh, something that we decided on because, yeah, the seventh just aired and we just thought it'd be very cool to have a longer thing to watch. It's like a little movie. I know. My husband's going to be really pissed. <laughs> like, I just showed them on Facebook. The favorite episode when you smush the cat. Oh, oh my gosh. Mushrooms. Amanda. 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 Just rewind. And my husband has this laugh that's just like, that's... you bottle it. It's so much funny. <laughs> oh. And he just laughs. Every time he sees it, he laughs as if he hadn't seen it. What part specifically? When Before she knows that she kills her? No, or when, when Wanda, Wanda freaks out. And hilarious. She's like, People get upset. Out. People like think there was a real cat <laughs> smushed. Okay. <laughs> We had to kill like, a cat. Okay. First of all, the cat's name is Amanda. I know. No yeah, real gross. So gross. So why are you ending it? So we've been talking about the ending for a while since like season three. Just like really? picturing, just picturing the life of the show. You know, we like really care to craft this world and the life of this world carefully. Lol. Mm-hmm. Um, not good, not diverse choice of words to craft it. No, yeah, to craft it um, with care, carefully. And uh, I think this is like the most responsible thing we feel we could do for our viewers and for the world of Broad City, which we honor so deeply and take really seriously, actually. Yeah, we've been talking for so long, not knowing, not talking about it being five, but sort of just like, how, do how we, are we going to do this? Like, 
just to keep it in our minds of like, there is an end point for this show. And as we sort of progressed season four, it just sort of felt we had had a hiatus in, in the middle of three and four, mostly due to the fact that we really wanted to shoot uh, a season in the winter. So it got pushed and we, there's just like a while in the middle and we were getting older and, you know, we're farther away from these early 20 something year old versions of ourselves that we, when we began to make the web series and it just feels so right. And to agree with Alana, it does feel weirdly responsible. And like, we're not only taking care of ourselves, um, but we're like taking care of the characters. It's very much a show about your twenties in New York city. And we're not that anymore, (laughs) but also, yeah, we could have kept doing the show and we could have like, it just, I, it, I don't think the quality would have, we feel like it's maintained and right. gotten better and we've gotten to experiment in all the different ways that we wanted to. And I think it would have changed if we kept going past this point. And now that like the it is ending and the end is on the horizon or we're close to the horizon or whatever, just certain things in my life and about this, our careers and my career and our experience is being clarified and like one thing to me you know for so long it's been like we've been like in it and I'm like I've just been on this like moving train and now I'm like able to see it more as for the art that it is Mm -hmm. and like our bodies are the vessel for this art and my body was gonna like explode or something (laughs) if I did more than this I I just it's so much work like you know 10 months up it takes like a month to make an episode that's why the show is so freaking good you know it just takes a long time for us to be part of everything and it's like we're just um it's that's like this is what we could do you know and while keeping the quality at the level it is is. too early to ask when there's going to be the reboot or reunion show i think think it is too early to ask (laughs) too early it's still airing we are laughing yeah because Because everyone asks that because we are in the age of reboots truly but like if you if you bring something back like a few years later is it a reboot no you gotta wait a bunch of years right yeah we're not thinking about the reboot well i think creatively (laughs) It's just, it's, it would be, you have to expand and, and, and change like directions, even if it's in the same medium, you know, or else you're kind of wasting. And like the world deserves that, you know, like we are getting older for us to keep writing about the same thing. Like the world, I think needs us to do the hard, but right thing. Other people can write about the twenties in New York City. Because what is that now? You know, it's not what we experienced. Okay. So we're at South by. A lot of movies here, obviously, being part of South by. What's the movie that you could watch over and over again? Just, you see it on, you could watch it, and you just never not pass it up or get bored. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, me. yeah. Why I'm just, that? I've seen it like 60 times. It's just funny, devastating. Family dynamics are explored, romance is explored, gender bending is explored. <laughs> There's just so much in it. It's just a. That is a classic movie structure that doesn't feel formulaic. It's surprising every time when they first break up, you're like, no, no, you know, it just, I, it's just so fucking good. Yeah, I would agree with that one. Ugh. I unfortunately have watched this movie so many times, <laughs> such a cliche, 
When Harry Met Sally? Yeah. When Harry Met Sally. I mean, I could just watch it. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's and so it's, easy, it's you so know? It's so fun to watch. Like, And a, it's very New York, and it's very, I, I don't know. It's well, just, friendship into romance, it's just done so elegantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband and I, he got me hooked on this, because I wasn't hooked on it until we got together with white chicks. Oh, I never seen oh, it. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> That's the movie you can watch over and over? My husband literally <laughs> sits there, but he doesn't just do, like, the jokes he mouths along the entire movie. That is so funny. When I introduced him to Busy Phillips, I think it was the best thing I've ever done for him. That's funny. Wow. Yeah, White Chicks. You never, okay, you got White Chicks, it. okay. When was the last Wayne's time Brothers. you cried at the movies? Um, I just did. Um, I kind of cried it into the Spider-Verse. It was, um. I haven't seen it. It's un- Believable. I know. I, I've heard. I, I can't believe see how they. Yeah, Lord and Miller. I was like, "Woo, Lord and cry? Miller," um, because cry. the. It was just like so many worlds that they folded into this young young man's story, and he just. Um, it was just a great hero's journey. I'm trying to think. I haven't been to the movies in a while. I was, but I watched a lot of screeners recently. <laughs> I think I cried at if Beale Street could talk. I did. Yeah. Why? A recent. It's. I mean, it's devastating. It's, it's so like gorgeous. it's, it's beautiful, but it is just. It's a devastating story, and it's like still a completely relevant story, and it's just upsetting. Yeah. What's the first R-rated movie you saw? I don't know. First R-rated movie. My parents used to like let me like hang while they watched movies. I'm trying to remember. So you saw him pretty early. Yeah, I saw him like I was little, and I was like pretending to sleep. Yeah, but... I remember watching John Waters movies with my mom. Wow, cool. Was... At home? Yeah. Cool. VHS. Cool. That was intense. That is intense. Female troubles with your mom. <laughs> oh, wow, I'm thinking about that now. That's really warm. Is it not explained? Maybe some stuff? <laughs> Now we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, Alana reveals some exciting movie news. Okay, let's go. So we're supposed to be sticking to the script, but we ain't, because <laughs> that's just not what we do. It's your girl, Tam Bam, y'all. And it's AJ Hey, And we're giving a whole bunch of good, bad advice and a lot of bad, great <laughs> advice. <laughs> we're trying to teach you how to say when, how, and how much, y'all. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Now, that doesn't always have to apply to your sex life, ladies. It can absolutely apply to your career. Unless your sex life is your career, then it's interchangeable. <laughs> We're talking about a whole lot of sex. I love the sex. Hey, and a bunch of money. We love the money and relationships. Yeah, We're going to work on that. <laughs> so listen to our new show, We Talk Back, every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now we're back with more Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson. So, movie futures for the two of you. You've done some movie work, mostly TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a couple movies for this year that I'm excited about. What, what, what can you tell me? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, what a weird, I don't know. What does one say? Um, <laughs> I'm working on this movie I wrote with, um, with John Lee, and I'm starring in it, and he's directing it, and we're shooting it in New York in April. 
reply what's the plot or the analysis i don't even know i'm like i don't <laughs> I know i wouldn't say what it is exactly <laughs> but it's like different type of role it's for a you different genre and um it's a different genre and it's gonna be insane it's about um <laughs> the patriarchy i guess as expressed through medicine um yeah working on a couple things i like the sound of it yeah. I don't have any. Oh, I'm doing a voiceover for a movie, but I don't have any like movies in the works. I'm, I'm focusing more on TV yeah. stuff right now. But the movie stuff, to be honest, is not on my queue right now because mm-hmm. I don't really read anything I particularly respond to. Not that I'm being offered stuff, but I just don't even read it to like go out for. Really? Um, Where do you look? Like, what's not resonating? I um, I'm not well, more indie. Like I like the indie vibe, and I've only done a couple indies. Right. Um, I just like the vibe. It feels more like our show. It's also set wise. Like we're so used to writing for ourselves that it's hard to, you know, find. It's hard to find writing that beats that. Right. Yeah. So, I hate auditioning, and <laughs> so I'm like, I really want to. I don't do it much. So I'm like, I'm only gonna audition when I really want the thing. Was, maybe you, that's maybe I should audition more. What were your first audition? What's, what's one audition that really sticks out in your mind? That was just like, what am I doing? I mean, I used to audition for commercials all the time that are just like, me too. What? It was so gross. Like, like, really. And I felt I was not good in that. Where we fall in the standard narrative television world is not flattering. You know what I mean? We're like, I don't know, the not we're like the friend of the hot girl or something like it's just I, I mean I don't even know because I haven't even like been in that space for a while and you know the show's been so you created the space for yourself yeah yeah it's like it's it's so much is offend is like offensive and and uh intersectionally misogynist that it's like really hard to yeah. connect to anything but I think we're I mean that said we're so fortunate that we can kind of take a second and figure out like and kind of either if there's nothing out there we can write something for ourselves that's pretty rare because some people it's not like you know people are like write something but it's like some people are just not writers few people are writers Mm -hmm. and even among writers it's like hard to write something that you know can move right you're not going to write something just to write something right right so it's like um we're lucky yeah. I want to see you like on Broadway. Would you want to do it? Really? Yeah. A broad city Broadway? Broadway, Broad City? Broadway City? Cityway, Broad City. I think it'd be awesome. There's, I mean, I miss you. Alana's um, very, you know, into stand up and does stand up all the time. And I, we met doing stage stuff, improv right. and sketch. And I don't do that as much. And I really miss performing in front of a live audience. But I'm not a stand, I'm not a stand up. And I, have thought about doing stage stuff, but to be honest, after this project and this schedule, it's like the schedule is the most daunting thing to me that I'm like, I would love to perform in front of a live audience, like to do that. It's that schedule just seems insane. I can see doing Broadway like in, I don't know, years or something. It's, it's two shows a day, eight shows a week is, is a nightmare. I was watching the Gilda Radner. I just, I haven't seen it yet. I'm dying to see it. I mean, she was on Broadway. I did not know that. Yeah, Guild Alive. 
I used to watch it on uh, Comedy Central all the time. It's incredible. They're showing clips of it, and I was like, I was, I was like, why did I watch this movie? Because it made me sad and angry. Mm -hmm. Because you just wanted more of her. Yeah, her that show and Lily Tomlin's show, like those. That's the kind of show I would want to do on on Broadway. Not the. I mean, who knows? But. I don't know if I you would do, do like a class. No. I would like I'd be interested in like music Alana can, and like, dancing, <laughs> but like I don't know. It would be cool. Like um, it's almost like you you. It's like a workout. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you need to like work out for eight months, or when I need to like work out for eight months. You know how for like movies, people, you know, you get like uh, ripped or something for a movie. <laughs> I think Broadway like makes you um, ripped. <laughs> On that note, it's wonderful to have on Broadway. It's always good to end on Broadway. Yeah, that's true. It's it good is. Luck. Always. Yeah. And thank you for everything that you guys have done. I mean, the show is just from the immigration issues to the queer to the gender, the fluidity. Like, just, it's just genius. Thank and you yeah. so much. And you created the space that I feel like people could watch the show and feel safe. Thank that you. is truly like so. Much most amazing compliment we could ever. Thank you so much. That is exactly what I hope. I have full body, four limbed chills. (laughs) That is exactly what we hoped. Thank you so much. That's what it is. It's fuck. Thank you. Me growing up as a little gay kid in Queens, Howard Beach, Queens. Not even just yeah, yeah. Yikes. Like. If I had a show like that, I just think about all the queer kids out there. And my my thing is with all the visibility and the, mm. the awareness, it's saving kids' lives. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think a lot of maybe Hollywood really even realizes how they could save. Right. Kids I don't think a lot of life. Hollywood does. Right. Yeah. But I think that like sort of queer communities and you know whatever black communities, Muslim communities do, and I do feel like they're gaining more and more visibility and, and airtime and stage time. Right. I, I hope it continues in this direction. I think direction. it will, and I think Me just, too. I mean, we won't go into the politics because that's a whole other podcast, um, but I just think the politics is just fueling people to make more art yes. and to make more you know, resistance, because it's now mm-hmm. resistance art where right. it It's a separate resistant. podcast, but it's not. <laughs> it's very, into, it's yeah. all the same. Yeah. And I keep telling um, fans this, that you will see Plenty more from each of us, both of us together. So Including don't you worry. The reboot. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> the reboot. Netflix is already called. You can. Yeah. We, it would be so funny. But we actually are doing a reboot, and we're starting writing. Um, yeah. Like next, it's like just yeah. another right. season. Yeah. And by the way, I know the name of it already. What? Broader City. Nice. <laughs> Fuller House. Broader oh City. my <laughs> gosh! Right, I forgot about that one. Well, thanks so much, Mark. Yeah, what a pleasure. Really, thank yeah, you so much. So nice to see you. I'm yeah. See you tomorrow. Oh yeah. Cool. I hope you love it. Episodes. It's gonna be I so emo. It. It's gonna Did be. Did you really see the intense. seventh? Yes. It's just. Every, I mean, I when just, it was on, I didn't I told, see it yet because I, I was Abby, here like, and I like couldn't. When it's airing, I mean, I've seen TV it a million times. But it feels insane, and I feel like my like seams are ripping. And this, episode, we usually watch them like together because it's still unbelievable that we're on TV. I was like, we're insane. And yeah, you still pinch yourself. Oh, we're ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, when it's on TV, it feels it's a crazy feeling. Yeah, billboards. Yeah, ads. Yeah, podcasts. Yeah, Broader City. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> awesome. Thank Thanks you so much. Thank you.
That was Broad City creators Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson. And that's the end of this episode of The Big Ticket. Remember, a new episode drops every Thursday. See you next week. 